I'm Lauren Dimmitt Waters. I'm a New York City-based blogger and influencer who has been covering beauty, fashion, and lifestyle for what seems like forever. But now I'm a woman in midlife who wants to discover all the secrets to growing younger. I'm ready to explore topics that deal with health and anti-aging, especially when it comes to beauty, fashion, wellness, and longevity. I'll unearth what works and what you shouldn't waste your money on. Even if it's crazy, I'll hunt down the latest and greatest to help us all get through this journey called life with a little humor and a lot of attitude. I want to keep fighting the fight so we can all grow old ungracefully. So welcome to Beauty is a Bitch. This episode of Beauty is a Bitch is sponsored by Kendra. Kendra is a modern health and wellness company that offers estrogen-free essentials to relieve the most disruptive signs of menopause, including vaginal dryness, hot flashes, disrupted sleep, and more. The line of Perry Post Essentials includes a daily vaginal lotion and revolutionary reusable applicator, a sleep-enhancing supplement, a focus-boosting supplement, and a dynamic daily wellness supplement. To try these natural solutions to menopause, use promo code LAUREN20 at checkout for 20% off your first order or subscription. That's L-A-U-R-E-N 20 at checkout. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this new episode of Beauty is a Bitch. My guest today is Dr. Ben Johnson, who started his career in 1987 when he opened one of the first Medispa chains. But now, 14 years ago, he developed Osmosis Beauty with the goal of changing the direction of skincare away from excessive exfoliation and renewing the focus of dermal remodeling, barrier, and DNA repair and detoxification, maximizing skin's health works on every skin condition and every skin type. The product range is, has been created with a great deal of excitement in the beauty industry thanks to its unique action and outstanding results. Hi, Dr. Ben. Anything you want to add to that intro? Hi, Lauren. Oh, I mean, I did, it's too long. And uh, the, the simple uh, thing is that what we do differently is we realize that uh, health and beauty is completely related to toxins, pathogens, and emotions. And so we geared a, a whole strategy around addressing the three sources of the most challenging problems that women and men for that matter, but a lot of women are suffering from at this time. And so it's super exciting to have solutions for things I think a lot of people didn't realize they could have. And one of the cool things that comes out of it is a permanent result. Like uh, I think the beauty industry has been an industry plagued with uh, sort of uh, 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 the marketing. It's all about marketing hype and not about real results. So uh, that's what we focused on. And uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to update that intro at some point. <laughs> well, I, we're going to kind of come back to a bit of this. I did want to start by asking you some questions about like foods and how they affect our skin. So can we start with that and then kind of move into some of the other Absolutely. areas? Okay. Yeah, I, you know, we, uh, we talked a second before we started this and um, identified that there's uh, really, I, I, I said women are being poisoned and, yeah. you know, men are too. But the reason why I think um, there needs to be an alarm and, I, I'm, and then literally a revolt of, of what's acceptable today is that most of the foods that are uh, available, particularly in the U.S., yeah. most of the foods that are available today have a high level of estrogenic toxins in them, in particular preservatives, uh, pesticides. Chlorine is estrogenic. It's in, they call it chlorine. It's actually bleach. Bleach is estrogenic. And um, these chemicals are in our water supply. They're in our foods. 
And, um, you know, we know things like fried food is harmful and we can talk a little bit about how it can lead to things like constipation and bloating, things that are commonly found uh, in uh, people, you know, in their 30s to 60s. But there is just an, the unseen uh, of, of poisons that are really the ones that are most concerning to me. And, and they actually have a structure in place where farmers are forced to use pesticides, even if they don't want to, just uh, or they don't get insurance for their farm. And so it's, you know, you have that. And then you have the fact that they don't have to label preservatives if they're put into foods early enough in the process of food manufacturing. So you can't even do a label identification. So, um, you know, we can go over some of the foods that I think are causing the most common problems for today. Yeah. Um, But, but, you know, the big, the big underlying problem is that estrogenic toxins are distorting hormones and causing, I believe, breast cancer, uh, uterine cancer, ovarian cancer. And, um, or at least associated with it, there can be viruses involved sometimes. All right. Well, let's see. Well, I have heard that certain foods can trigger skin imbalances. So can you explain? Okay. So for skin imbalances, the most common foods are related to acne or rosacea. So one of the things I've learned, because I'm, I'm an MD, you know, I went to Creighton University. Uh, I'm I'm a general practitioner by definition, uh, because I jumped into lasers early in my uh, career. But the um, the mentality I've taken all along has been this open-minded, holistic approach. Like, what is the data telling me? And so I was tracking facial um, patterns. And what I learned was that our face actually gives us a complete uh, description of what's going on within. So, for example, with rosacea, I know when, you know, like the nose is esophagus. Right next to the nose is the stomach. Right under the nose and around the nose is the stomach. The small intestine is the middle of your cheek, and then the large intestine goes around the outside of your cheek, up your temples, and over your forehead. And so, yes, it's amazing. It's a skin mapping. Uh, You know, know, the Chinese medicine maps are not very helpful. Uh, You know, there are a lot of organs that don't show on the skin. Let me put it that way. Like where your heart is in your face for acupuncture is not what I need to know. I need to know, okay, I'm having acne or rosacea in this area. Why? And wow. so I, and not just those, also sub, seborrheic dermatitis, sebaceous hyperplasia, um, and, um, or even like little red bumps um, or capillaries. Like, why am I getting capillaries in this zone and not in that zone? So we've broken it down. And um, so, yes, the, to go back to your question, when you talk about, well, what foods are causing problems? Well, let's start with rosacea. Rosacea okay. is redness of the cheeks. Uh, the textbooks might say something like there's a mite in your, your skin or there's some problem with the regulation of your capillaries. Um, none of that is true. The reason why you have rosacea is either from your liver or your digestive tract. And where it shows up on your face when it comes to digestion will tell you. So, for example, let's say someone gets really red around the edges of their nostrils. They have acid reflux. So we know that you have to treat that by making their digestion better. So I recommend things like digestive enzymes. If you have redness, uh, like I said, around the sides of your nostrils, it's H. pylori. Have you heard of H. pylori? I have actually, but why don't yeah, you explain a, what it is? It's an epidemic of what they say is a bacterial infection. Yep. I'm here to also <laughs> to change the dynamic on that. And I'm not the first one to say this, but 
you, our body is made up of 60 trillion bugs. And um, there's this thing uh, where when our bugs are exposed to toxins, it's called epigenetic change. Uh, when our body's exposed to toxicity or, or uh, infection, they shift. So H. pylori is basically your good bugs changing to bad bugs and causing inflammation around the stomach uh, that can cause bloating, it can cause pain with foods, and it can be pretty serious. So anyway, that's around the stomach. And then a lot of people get small intestine problems because the food coming out of their stomach isn't well digested. So they get red basically on the, uh, near the cherries of their cheeks, not their cheekbone per se, but just inside of their cheekbone. And, um, and then, of course, large intestine could be a host of problems. Um, main people having problems there are people that grew up in farming communities and they get pesticides everywhere. So that's rosacea. It's redness. And the reason why, and look, it's so funny because when you think about what do the textbooks say about rosacea? Well, wine makes it worse. Um, spicy food makes it worse. Like here are all these things that are causing digestive disruptions and causing <laughs> more redness. And yet we never said, hey, we know why there's a link here. So then you get to acne and acne is becoming an epidemic as well. It was already, you know, it's been an, an escalating problem. And um, most acne is caused by the yeast known as candida. Are you familiar right. with that? Yes. yes. So it's, it's plagues 80% of Americans. Um, so what your listeners need to know is that progesterone is the main hormone that stimulates candida. This is why uh, the pre- progesterone rise in pregnancy causes more yeast infections. This is why women who go on birth control that has a progesterone dominant um, tend to get acne or start to have more yeast infections. Um, the other foods that cause candida acne are mucus forming foods. So these are things like dairy. A lot of people saw that, hey, if I, slow, if I eat less dairy, my skin clears up. Well, that's because mucus promotes candida and dairy is a big cause of mucus. So does fried foods. So fried foods cause mucus. They cause the same problem. And then um, the other type of acne that women are familiar with is hormonal acne, right? This is the, the jawline acne. Now, I shouldn't say it's just that, right? There are some women who's, let's say, whose forehead breaks out during their cycle. That is candida being triggered by the progesterone that comes at the oh, end of the cycle. Yes. Okay. But if it's your jawline, so an inch above and below your jawline, this is a, going back to the map, not your center chin. Your center chin is typically candida. It's your side chin going uh, close to your ear. And so that is caused by estrogenic food preservatives. One of the biggest trends I've seen, it's kind of crazy because everyone thinks they're trying to be healthy, pea protein. Almost every form of pea protein has these estrogen toxins that show up as acne on your lower cheeks and by your jawline. No way. No way. It's so tragic because these women... And men too, but women tend to be the ones that are more responsible with their diets and they're, they're trying to, you know, maybe they're vegan or vegetarian and they're looking for protein supplements. Yeah, pea protein's huge right now. Huge. And they're, huge. and they're getting all this acne and what do they end up having to do? They take antibiotics next. Next thing you know, they're on Accutane or something got off. Yeah, they're going to the dermatologist is what they're doing. Yes. Right. And, they, and they, little did they know it was the freaking food that they were uh, supplementing with. So pea protein yeah, is one of the biggest protein. preservatives. Oh. Yes. Now, I have found, I'm going to say it's 98% of pea protein. There are cases I've found where the pea protein did not have those preserves. I don't know why it's in there. I don't know what they're doing in the farming that is causing it. It's not on the label. 
Um, and so that's another one. So here's one thing. I don't know if you know about me, Lauren, but I have a forum. So I, you know, osmosis, uh, is mostly a professional line. Yes. And so I, um, have, you know, a few thousand, uh, estheticians, doctors, and nurses that are in this group. So every day I'm doing cases and this is how I learned this stuff. I learned about mapping this way. I learned about what foods are causing acne this way. Cause the tough cases come to me. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, let me give you some other foods in the preservative category that are common frozen food. So a lot of frozen food has to be preserved. Yep. Uh, and, um, that can lead to acne along the jawline. And then the other one is that's big are cookies and crackers. So, uh, the kinds of cook, not cookies you might make at home, but cookies you buy at the store, crackers you buy at the store. I have a lot of healthy people who are like, I'm vegan. I'm eating these sesame crackers. Yep. I don't know why I'm breaking out. And the answer is those sesame crackers, unfortunately, are highly preserved. There's a lot of vegan food. As you know, it can be highly processed. So they end up um, having chemicals in them that, they, uh, that create this issue. And, so, so wait, yeah. you're saying though that people who are vegan for their health and obviously probably because, you know, they don't want to eat animal protein or animals are actually doing a lot of damage to their, the insides of their bodies un, unwilling, well, unwittingly, basically. It depends. Like, you know, there's the, there's the whole food, uh, the whole plant, what is it called? Uh, you know, version of veganism. I mean, there are really, really good strategies within the vegan community where they're not being exposed to that. Uh, I'm talking about, so for a little while I dated a vegan, we went to a lot of vegan restaurants. A lot of that restaurant food is uh, highly processed. Uh, Even though it's vegan, you know, it's been, uh, you know, chemically altered. So I think that's where they're seeing it. A lot of protein bars have preservatives in them. So they might be thinking I'm eating this healthy protein bar and it's not so healthy. Um, But I want to get to the other big one for acne, which is the neck. So right next to the ear, behind the ear, and all along uh-huh. your neck, pesticide acne. And that goes to the back of the neck too. So pesticides show up on the neck. And so it's you know, more common in people, like I said, in farming communities. Wow. Uh, but if you eat a lot of, let's say you're vegan and you just don't have a, good, uh, you know, a lot of money, you're eating a lot of foods that are not organic, you end up getting pesticide acne on your neck. And so uh, that's where you look for that. So if you're wondering, like one day, you, you know, and acne tends to show up 24 hours within the 24 hours of eating it, if, you know, your body's sort of at max poison. And so you, you show, if acne just shows up one day, think back to what you ate the day before, look at the zones it's showing up in, and then go to osmosisbeauty.com. And I have a skin quiz uh, app right there they can click on and like to remember the app. I think there's also a way to find my skin map you know, we have a whole picture of a face to help remind people where everything shows up. Okay. But um, it's not really, it's not always, sometimes it's about mapping the organ, um, like perioral dermatitis. That's the end of your colon. So a lot of times that's triggered either by candida or constipation. Ooh, Some yeah. women, um, a lot, uh, and I tend to see this more in women, but I've seen it in men. Um, uh, they get capillaries on their chin and they're like, what are these capillaries on my chin? Like that's a weird place for quote unquote sun damage. It's not sun damage. It's chronic colon damage from chronic constipation in almost every case. And um, yeah. And so the last one I'll tell you on acne for mapping is the chest, shoulders, and back. That is chlorine. So the number one cause is chlorinated water 
it's really badly chlorinated in most cities. So you want to, yeah. and most people, some people tell me, well, no, it can't be that doctor because um, I use my filter from my refrigerator or I have a Brita filter. They don't filter chlorine. Chlorine is a unique toxin. It comes out on the chest and back. Some people, and this is an interesting one for some of your listeners because they, they knew they had bad water. They spent the big bucks and got a reverse osmosis. Yes, system. yes. What about those? They add chlorine to the minerals. So when you add back the minerals, you're getting the bleach in the mineral mix. And Wait, that's what? why you start picking out on the chest and back. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a little quick story because I know we have a limited time today. But my ex-wife was having her uh, well worked on. And I'm like, well, water. Hey, we're safe with our wells. Of course, not if you're in a bad part of the land. But um, you know, we're up here in the mountains in Colorado. They forced her to dump hundreds of gallons of chlorine into her well. As the law, they, it was the, they've forced you now, if you open a new well, to pour bleach into your water. And all my kids were breaking out on their chest and back. And I'm like, this is, it's insanity what's happening right now. It's bleach. Bleach is one of the most toxic things in the world they're pouring. And they like, say, oh, it's just chlorine. It's, you know, no, we're soaking in bleach in the swimming pools, right? You know, it's oh just terrible. Oh, my God. Oh. So swimmers, swimmers commonly get acne on their chest and back because they're sitting in the pool for hours at a time. And, um, so that's one to keep wow. in mind. Whoa. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm in, I'm in shock right now. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's so, disturbing. so yeah. What are some, I mean, obviously, so like, what are some other foods besides, besides pea protein, dairy and fried foods that we should be yeah. avoiding? You think? Yeah. I mean, the thing about uh, dairy is, uh, I happen to be a dairy lover. So I'm, I always am trying to do, it's definitely always organic. I try to do grass fed. So organic grass fed is going to be your best okay. source of dairy. But honestly, if you can get to the farms in Pennsylvania and such where they have sort of that organic unpasteurized dairy, uh, believe it or not, um, that is going to be the easiest for your body to process. So for people who struggle to eat dairy because they get bloating and things, by the way, um, I designed a mucus cleanse for that because what that's telling you is your body's building up mucus and the more mucus you have, the less you're tolerant of dairy. Right, right. You can know you're building up a mucus because you start to get allergies. Believe it or not, allergies, a main, you know, most people think, oh, allergies is the, the pollen or it's the mucus that's holding on to the pollen in your sinuses. That is the problem. If you clear the mucus, um, so we have a product called Skin Clarifier that does that. Um, sometimes it takes three rounds, you know, three 10-day cleanses to get it all out. Um, other foods that um, make me worried. I mean, obviously, we know um, that if you're doing anything, you want to do organic, um, you know, when it comes to meat, fruits, vegetables. Um, you know, I would tell people, a lot of people, the healthiest minded, and I was right there in this camp until I kept seeing case problems with it, is they were taking supplements like uh, a multivitamin. And they're like, this is an amazing multivitamin. Look, it's got a hundred different things on the label. You know, all these different antioxidants, all these different. Well, it turns out a lot of supplements promote candida. A lot of supplements distort your microbiome. I'll give you a big one. Probiotics. Mm. Probiotics are one of the worst things that you can take. Now, uh, let me preface that why that is the case. Your microbiome did not come this is what the books tell you, textbooks tell you, that your microbiome showed up because of the foods you were eating between the ages of zero and two. It's, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. 
we have the most crazy, there's 10,000 different bacteria strains in each of our guts and our digestive tracts, and they're so exotic, and they're not in the food system. They come from our DNA is my point. Our DNA, right. each of us has our own microbiome. It's different than your microbiome and then the person next to you. And the reason why that's important to understand is your DNA generates this bacterial population. So a probiotic is just throwing the wrong bugs at your gut. And sometimes by throwing those wrong bugs at your gut, it might alleviate bloating for some um, indirect reason. But I promise you, the studies show actually that probiotics slow the recovery of gut health. So um, I believe in prebiotics and I, I you know, created a prebiotic called Recovery. Um, it's sea buckthorn oil primarily in a speci specific blend. Um, I've seen some other prebiotics. I don't believe in fermented foods as a prebiotic because what they're fermenting with is actually populating your gut and promotes candida. So um, I am, uh, and what's the other one that's really common as a prebiotic? Um, inulin. Inulin promotes a specific strain of lactobacillus that makes you fat. Oh, so, who needs that? We don't need that. Okay. <laughs> I know. Like, and people don't realize that diabetes, cholesterol are both heavily linked to the microbiome. So it's foods that distort your microbiome that have me the most concerned. And so let me think of some other, so I don't like sauerkraut. I don't like kombucha. I would tell everyone to steer clear of kombucha and any fermented drink that they think is actually making their microbiome better. Sorry, uh, that's my dog. Your dog Sorry. agreed <laughs> wholeheartedly. Uh, uh, let's see, what other food categories are good to steer away from? I mean, if you're going to buy like a cheat food like ice cream, yes. don't get the ones that when you leave them on your counter overnight, they don't melt. They stay like, so, yeah. it's the craziest thing. Those are so weird and yucky. Yeah. Um, I, like so, the time you get a Target. I've seen the ones. Yes. Where, those are really bad. Yes. Anything with like Butterfinger in it or some candy yeah. in it, you guarantee they have a huge amount of preservatives. They're one of the right. worst mucus formers. Those are obvious ones. Soda. Soda is a big promoter of mucus when it's the lime, lemon flavored ones. Citric acid is a major mucus former. So you want to stay away from things with citric acid. I mean, I'm not a big carbonated fan, but it, it doesn't promote mucus. It kind of promotes acidity. One of the things we haven't talked about is the pH of the body and, you know, eating too much acidic food can be harmful and change your microbiome. Um, oh, gosh. Lots and lots of stuff. You're, you're, you're harsh and you're, you're killing me here. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. You're, I'm hitting your diet pretty hard. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, everybody, you know, the talk is everybody talks about probiotics and kombucha oh, and yeah. sauerkraut. And, you know, and by the way, I, you know, kombucha, ugh, I don't really like it. And sauerkraut I can live without. But, you know, but I love my, I love my, like, you know, lemon and acidic stuff. Okay. So, there, uh, you know, it's all about moderation. So people have asked me, well, wait a minute. I thought lemon water every morning was like one right. of the best eat you could do. Yes, in moderation. Just don't make it like a lemon water where it tastes like sour, really sour to you. Like if you're kind of smacking your lips, that means you just put too much lemon. It's modest levels of lemon in your water is fine in the morning. Um, I just thought of another one, algae. A lot of people think algae is so good for you. Algae, not good for you. Do not do algae. Um, I'm not a fan of the seaweeds. Um, 
You know, oh, wait a minute, then, wait a minute. That's in sushi. Hold on a second. Hold on. Yeah. No, no. Sushi. I love sushi. Um, you know, that, that's where we get to fish. And we, you know, we know the problem right. with fish, mercury. Right. Um, I, I created a mercury binder that's also a binder of chlorine. That's also a binder of uh, estrogenic pesticides. It's also a designer of estrogenic um, preservatives. It's called Skin Defense. And it includes things like activated charcoal, diendol methane, which is also known as DIM, um, and a host of other goodies to try to get rid of that stuff. But, um, you know, and I just take that every day. So if I'm eating fish, I try to not eat more than twice a week. Right, of fish. right. I've heard and, that. Um, okay. And that's a little hard. I mean, you know, it's just, I love sushi. I love fish. Yeah. So, but, but the way they poison our waters through the river system and mercury, again, another thing we should be revolting on is like, no, you can't build your factory next to a river. Like, what the heck were you thinking? Um, yeah. So, you know, hopefully that changes. But yeah, that's the limitations on fish. And I stay away from the uh, bottom dweller fish. They're the worst, right? So the shrimp, um, the, the oysters, clams. Like, I have no idea why people like oysters, but it's a crazy addiction for some people. Um, but yeah, I tend to stay away from that, just not beyond, beyond personal preference, just because it's a bottom dweller. And um, of course, farmed fish, terrible, because they're farming in oceans that are the dirtiest part of the ocean. Um, what else? Um, okay, you're pointing out all the bad stuff. What's good that we can eat? <laughs> anything good like what can we be eating <laughs> spring water uh, <laughs> okay what else um no you know um honestly look here's the cool thing about the human body it is brilliant by design in my opinion and we're talking about 100 trillion cells 60 trillion are not even our own dna and yet it functions flawlessly for 100 years responds to pathogens in incredible fashion when it's healthy um removes toxins in all these exotic ways that we could have never have imagined. Like the idea that this just randomly happened, I don't buy it, but that's another story. Um, so my point is to say, a lot of us think, oh, we need to supplement minerals. We need to supplement vitamins. If you just eat a non-fake um, food diet, in other words, you're not buying the stuff in the middle of the grocery store that has a shelf life of a year or two, um, you'd be amazed at the, what, the minerals that'll pull from water, the minerals that'll pull from these foods. Um, you don't need mineral supplementation in almost every case. You don't need multivitamin in almost every case. Um, and so then you just have to look for, like I said, you know, uh, the organic sources for your meats um, and, um, and plants. I don't eat a ton of vegetables. I'm amazed. And you can maybe, I don't, do you have children? Yes, of course. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I have four children. I've watched all of these children growing up around me. They're all old now. I watched this. Yeah, my youngest is 18. But um, they, the amount of kids that live on chicken nuggets and pizza is it's, it's mind blowing. You're like, how do you grow up to be a healthy, normal human being on chicken nuggets and pizza? And, and they won't eat anything else. And their parents will tell me they will not eat anything else. My, my one son told me he'll eat lettuce if it's on a burger. You know? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right, right. And so how do we do that? The answer is the body's amazing and it has right. the amazing ability, the amazing ability to convert things as it needs to, like, you know, converting, um, you know, non-essential amino acids to essential amino acids and so forth. 
Um, and so, um, yeah, I would just tell you that it's, it's not, it doesn't have to be such a, uh, um, the minefield is in just knowing what to avoid everything else in the middle. Somehow your body figures it out pretty well. Okay. So you're saying that our body is pretty intuitive, but that we are assaulting it with all of these toxins that some of us aren't even aware of. Like you've listed a bunch. I, I didn't even know. And I think I'm pretty healthy. So if I'm like this, I can imagine how many other women are listening to this and going, uh Oh, um, where can someone get more information on this? Like if they wanted to really okay. delve deep into this, where, yeah. where they go? Well, so it's hard. I, yeah. I was just actually yesterday. So one of the, one of the topical ingredients I hate, I'll just use this example because I was just yesterday, I, I was, uh, you know, I, I have um, lots of consumers who write directly to me. I try to help as many people as I can. I give free advice all the time. And um, I was telling her retinoic acid is one of the worst things you can put on your skin, even though every dermatologist recommends it. Wait, what is? Retinoic acid. Which is yes. the brand name what, maybe? Can you give Retin-A. us? Retin-A. Retin-A. Uh, okay. Know, uh, yep. Yeah. You know, wait, the wait, wait, wait. This, this, this really affects my, my demographic because many of us are, t- are doing Retin-A. So. Yes. Well, and uh, when most retinols do nothing except harm the skin, I can get into that too. But uh, the example I want to give here was a few years ago, I could Google Retin-A DNA damage, and I would find the research that shows that Retin-A actually causes DNA damage to the skin. I was telling this to somebody, and I'm like, go, just go Google it. And she Googled it, and it didn't come up. And yeah. I'm like, oh, come on. So I decided to Google it myself. And what I discovered is the search engines keep shrinking the amount of data that's available to us. It's, it's alarming. You know, and I was like, okay, so I don't trust Google anymore. Let me go to DuckDuckGo. Let me go to somewhere else. I don't know which search engines actually give you valid data anymore. It's very, very tragic. And, you know, they tend to align the data towards your belief system. So they keep you in line with, with it's, it's a crazy uh, AI plan. You yeah. know, it's bad. So my point is to say, um, finding the data. So when I was chasing down, I had to go super deep and read between the lines and, and explain to her why this study showed that Retin-A thins the skin by 18% after one year's use. That's in a study, right? And then after five years use, it thins the papillary dermis by 30%. And what you'll see is that the researchers that are doing the papers on retinoic acid highlight the positive. And they said, well, uh, Retin-A removed elastosis. Well, guess what? Elastosis is the elastin. Elastin, right. <laughs> and so what it really was saying is that you saw a 34% reduction in the amount of elastin in your skin when you used Retin-A chronically, but it sounded good. It sounded like there was improving aging. And so um, to go back to your question. Um, wow. Wow. It, the information is not very readily out there. Um, My mind is blowing example, right now. Chlorine is a great example. They don't ever call it bleach. If, if people said, oh, you're putting bleach in my water. Oh, good. That's good because you'll get rid of the bugs. No one would say good. They would say, wait, wait, wait. I don't want bleach. Chlorine sounds way better. So just in using the right creative words, what, and what it is is it's chlorine plus oxygen. They just leave out the part that they added the oxygen, which makes it bleach. And so um, when it comes to estrogenic food preservatives, I think if you Google that term, you'll find a, a lot of information on 
They're called xenoestrogens, spelled with an X, X-E-N-O, xenoestrogens or estrogenic toxins. Okay. And you'll find out um, there are a lot of them out there. And, but what, what you won't find out is where they add them into the foods. I learned this indirectly because I was watching skin of all thousands of people. And I'm like, wait, wait, what did you just eat? And by deduction and repeated events, I'm like, aha, crackers are a major cause. Aha, pea protein is a major. So you, I didn't learn because it's in the data. I can tell you that right now. There's no data about pea protein having uh, estrogen poisons in it. And the thing is, is estrogen poisons, we should cover a little bit about why it matters. Number one, I'd, I believe the reason why a lot of breast cancers have uh, the hormone receptors activated, if you will, is because these are estrogen toxins creating the environment for the cancer to happen. And so um, breast cancer and, and feminine cancers, I believe, are de- directly related to these estrogen toxins. PCOS, your cysts on your ovary are related to preservatives. I think most breast cancers are related to estrogen pesticides. Um, infertility, directly caused by estrogen chemicals in your body, lowering your natural. So one of the amazing things your body does is when it sees estrogen poisons, it lowers its natural estrogen. And so all of a sudden, if you don't have estrogen, you're not ovulating. And then, and then all of a sudden, you're, if you don't have estrogen, your progesterone is too high for the balance of estrogen and you start bleeding all the time. So these women either have lose their cycle, have heavy bleeding that requires a hysterectomy of all things. You know, there's all these uh, hysterectomies that didn't need to happen. Um, cysts on the ovary that eventually lead to ovarian cancer for some. And um, it's all from estrogen poisons, right? Um, what else? Uh, hair loss, women who get hair loss, women who get oily skin, that's directly related to estrogen toxins. Uh, we talked about um, the acne, um, what's another Let me common? Let ask you this. So if I, yeah. if I'm breaking out on my chin and I think it's maskne, it could not, it might be something else. It's not, it's, you're irritated there, but in reality, it's a bit of candida, most likely maybe triggered by a bit of constipation, but it doesn't have to have constipation to create it there. Um, oh, could be, now look for blackheads. So blackheads are mucus. One of the cool mapping things I learned was if you see a lot of blackheads on your nose, that means you have mucus in your throat. If you have blackheads on your, uh, you know, the cheeks next to your nose, that means you have uh, mucus in your small intestine. Uh, if you have blackheads on the, your forehead or on your chin, you have mucus at the end of your colon. So we, we, I learned this over time. And um, so you got to treat the mucus in that case. But that usually leads to some acne. And um, so, yeah, for you, I, you know, you probably have just a bit of candida. And it could, you know, who knows what the trigger is. Like I said, it can be a supplement you're taking. Ashwagandha. A lot of women take ashwagandha for hormone balance, quote unquote. It causes candida. So, what? yeah. And so oh I don't God, recommend this is that. the most depressing thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of some of the supplements. Bioperine has been a consistent no-no for people. Magnesium. One of the most common supplements in the world is, is one of uh, the distorters of the microbiome, especially like magnesium citrate. Magnesium hydroxide. Whoa, 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 wait, what, what? I take magnesium. What? Which one? Oh, Probably God. citrate. They all give you citrate. Do you know what? It wouldn't surprise me if you're getting a little breakout on your chin. It's magnesium citrate that's causing that problem for you. And um, oh, remember what I said up. about citric acid. Okay. You don't want no. citrate anything. No citrate. 
Oh um, my gosh. This is yes. This has been um wow. <laughs> this is How a lot. What are we doing on time? This is a lot. You know what? Yeah, I, think, I think we need to have you on because back on because uh <laughs> wow. I am like my head is spinning right now. This is a lot. So basically yeah. what 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 the moral of this story is is that you may think that you're doing things that are good for you that are actually harming you. Yes. Uh, Tragically. Right. And you, I mean, I meet people who's taking 20 supplements and they're yeah. like, Oh, I've got all these good and this good and that good. And, and, and you know, you should never eat, take whey protein, right? You should, there's so many protein. Oh, most of the collagen supplements bad. They're causing candida acne. So if you're wondering why you've been on these supplements and all of a sudden now you're getting more bloating and your face is red and you maybe you're breaking out. It's most likely because of the stuff you thought was doing you uh, well, and it's not. Wow. I, I, I don't even know where to go now. <laughs> like with that. Well, let's hit. Uh, let's because we're doing beauty. Yeah. We could cl maybe close it out with sort of a general skin. But yeah. how much time do we have? Not a lot. I need to wrap it up. So I think I need oh. to have you back on. Like, All right. Well, we can do skin next time. Yeah. Let's uh, do oh, it. Let me say this. Sure. Melasma is caused by the liver. Rosacea is caused by the liver digestion. Acne is either caused by toxins or, um, or candida. And um, liver spots are caused a lot of times by the medications we're taking, not by alcohol, but it is caused by the liver. So I focus a lot of my attention on healing the liver, on restoring the microbiome, on uh, detoxing the body. And then I do have a treatment for endometriosis, which I think is caused by a virus. Like there are, there are a lot of uh, female conditions that um, most UTIs are yeast-based. Right. So women need to be, they're taking antibiotics for it when it's actually a, a yeast. So um, there's a lot of areas that they just need to know. Once you get your body cleansed of pathogens and toxins, then your, your system runs on its own really well. Okay. Wow. Um I, I, I'm, I'm like, my mind's blowing. I mean, basically things I'm eating that I think are good for me, I'm finding out are not good for me. And some of the supplements that I'm taking possibly are not good for me either. Huh. That's a, that's a lot to unpack here. So, um, I just want people to know that to go check out your site, which is osmosisbeauty.com. Correct. That's where they can yep. find. And they can see I do hour long videos every week on my Instagram, uh, which is osmosis underscore beauty. Okay. Uh, so I do an Insta live every Thursday. I just, I talk like this for an hour at a time. <laughs> I never seem to run out of things to say. Um, and that can be really helpful. And, um, and yeah, I mean, you know, we're, there's a, we have a few breakthroughs that they'll, they'll find out about on our next pod. And, uh, you know, like, like the fat pads of the face, you know, everyone's putting filler in their face. Yeah. I hate filler face. We have figured out a way to refill the natural fat pads in your face so you don't lose that volume. Yes. Yes, it's so exciting. And so... Uh, Are you talking about that this Thursday? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It usually comes up. It's a product called Recovery. And it takes about three months. The before and afters will prove it to you. Just go to the website and look at the before and afters. But yeah, when you replump the natural fat pads of your face... Because the thing what filler does is it distorts your whole, like you don't longer look like the person you were before. And the fat pads were always there. They just got smaller. And the thinner you are as a woman, the more likely you are that your fat pads got depleted quicker because the body steals from them for fuel. Okay. So it's another exciting uh, breakthrough that um, 
I can't. I mean, it, it's, it's when the world finds out because it's we're just getting it. It's only been out for about a year, and it's you know it's exploding. But you know, when you like, I, I we, like we can see each other, and I can see like you would love this fat pad treatment. I'm sure I would. I, I mean, God only knows. Thing, I, want it, right? I want it gone on everywhere else on my body, but not on my yes. Body. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, it doesn't make you fat. <laughs> okay, well, topic my- for another. Time. Oh my gosh, I'm definitely having you back on. I'm sure I'm going to get loads of feedback on this one. I can tell you that. So okay. I'm going to wrap this one up because we're sadly out of time. Thank you so much, Dr. Ben. Um, if, if you've enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out a lot. And I have a new pro-aging podcast weekly, so please contact Lauren at fountainof30.com for sponsorship opportunities. Oh boy. Okay. So thanks to everybody for listening and um, go clean out your pantry <laughs> and your medicine <laughs> cabinet. Talk to you later. Bye.